You're listening to the PT Profit Podcast, episode number 217. Today, we are looking back on the lessons of 2022, and I'm sharing with you some of my biggest lessons and what I'm taking into 2023 so that you and I can both exponentially grow our businesses in 2023. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hi, I'm Beverly Simpson former fitness manager turned online personal training business owner. And this podcast is where smart fitness professionals, including trainers and clinicians, discover how to increase client performance in movement, package and position their products and services and get out of their own way so that they can increase their revenue to live a life that they love without sleazy sales. Welcome to the PT Profit Podcast. What's up, coach? Happy New Year. Welcome to the PT Profit Podcast. Thank you so much for pushing play. If this is your first time here, well, this is a very special episode. Welcome. I'm super glad that you're here. It's not one of my typical how to, let's step one, step two, here's your first lesson. It's not going to be what you may or may not have heard in in the past, it's actually much harder for me to record this episode because I'm sharing with you some of my most painful lessons that I learned in 2022 and how I'm learning from them inside of 2023 in an effort to both share with you some of my own personal journey so that you can learn my lessons faster and exponentially grow faster than me. And also because your word is your want. And as I begin to share these stories, I know that they start to take away some of the emotional charge that these experiences have had. And so this is that's number one reason why I'm sharing. And then number two, the other reason why is because when I look back on my years and I look back on the lessons and I look back on the wins and then having documentation to show my brain and show myself how far I've come and how far you have come is one of the most powerful things that you can do as a high achiever because... If you're anything like me, it is so easy for us to look at the gaps and look at the areas of opportunities and to hyper-focus on the frustration. Why am I not there yet? Why have I not cracked through this plateau? Why are all these standards raising for me? And it's really easy to focus on that. And oftentimes it's at the expense of acknowledging your wins. So if you listen to last week's episode, I carry you through a very powerful process that I do every year. And the truth is you can do it every day. If you wanted, you could do it every week. You could do it every quarter. I do a version of that every quarter to just kind of check in to see where things are, how things are going, where I need to course correct. And so it's funny. I wish my friend last night, happy new year. She's probably listening to this podcast. I love her so much. And I wished her a happy new year. And she was like, this is just like any other day. Every day is an opportunity to be new every other day. You know, we can, we can do all these attention settings and goal settings any day of the year. And I said to her, I said, yes, we can. And in fact, I do, like I shared, I just shared with you, we can do it in the quarter. And I said, the difference though, is that 
this day is special because the collective energy is hyper-focused on ways that we can turn the page, the ways that we can reset, restart, renew. And when the collective is focused on it, it changes the game. It's very potent and powerful energy that we can, we can use to our benefit. This is part of the reason why I love New Year's. New Year's is a very powerful time for me. And it, and honestly, we didn't do anything fancy. We weren't in, in a huge group. It was, it's, it's a weird, it was also for me personally, a weird reflection time usually because in December at Christmas time, I celebrate Christmas. We, it's just usually me and the two girls, or sometimes it's my husband and I for some portion of it. And we're not usually surrounded by a lot of friends and family in the way that I'm used to. And frankly, the way that I want, And so sometimes I can feel really sad around that time. And I know that the holidays are sad for lots of people for lots of different reasons, but that's personally why I am sad. And the interesting thing for me is that the same is true with New Year's, but I don't mind it. I feel really energized at New Year's. And I think part of it is because I'm resetting. I get to be, I'm refreshed. I'm looking back on the year and I'm looking at the wins and I'm looking at the lessons. It's very powerful. We must look at the wins. I think I'll even say that this is number one in terms of the reflections of 2023 that I'm going to also carry into 2023 is that we must look at the wins because if we're hyper-focused on all of the gaps and all of the areas of opportunities at the, at, at the expense of not acknowledging your wins and appreciation for the wins, then you're just going to acquire more gaps because your brain gets what you focus on. So how can you look for the wins and look for the lessons in the wins? which is also very hard to do. And I carried my accelerators through this process and my jumpstart people through this process. And so if you have not yet done it and you're like, oh, it's January 1st, it's okay. You can do it. It, Just like my friend said, you can actually do it any day, every day. The energy of this time where people are really focused on executing their goals, it is a very powerful, highly recommend. So while I'm doing this, I'm also looking back you know, this is one of the reasons why people get super critical about, oh, resolutions are dumb because everyone sets them and then they don't stick to them. Well, have you fully looked at the reasons why most of the time we have to understand the psychological cycles, the vicious and the virtuous cycles of our clients? And oftentimes this means that people are trying to shift their behaviors without shifting their environment, without shifting their identity and using the skill level that they currently are operating from, which oftentimes is a mistake and misconception. So they get into a perpetual state of the vicious cycle. And how you break that cycle is a combination of both environment, time, space, identity, and skill set. So It's an interesting perspective. If you're in the camp of, oh, resolutions are dumb, everyone falls off, then I would love to invite you to just take a closer look at that. And I wonder, is this something that you're doing? I think it speaks to integrity and the power of your word. And that 
oftentimes people don't want to set resolutions because they don't want to disappoint themselves. You don't want to break your word to yourself. And I get that. Breaking your word to yourself is is one of the worst things that you can do if you're trying to deepen relationships, if you're trying to build your business, if you're trying to to get healthy or you're trying to reach a performance goal. Your word is one of the most powerful things that you have. Honoring your word doesn't mean that you have to be perfect all the time, right? High achievers, I hear you. If you're like me, you're like, I can't set any goals because then I'm going to not do them. And what if I don't achieve them? Then I've broken my word to myself. No, you can honor your word, reach for the goals, stay in integrity, even even if circumstances come up that you can't fix. Like for example, I started to work out in October. And then right at the end of October, I got COVID. And so I wasn't going to go to the gym with COVID. I wasn't going to go to the gym with COVID pneumonia. I couldn't even walk down the street, let alone go to the gym and start lifting weights. So was I out of integrity in that moment? Technically, but the second that I knew that I was going to fall out of integrity, I reset, honored my word, shifted it. Now, the same thing is true with my goals. I wanted to reach a million dollars in 2022 and I didn't do it. We're going to talk a little bit about that today and then we're going to talk about what the new goal is for 2023. But, you know, someone could argue, oh, she fell out of her integrity. She didn't keep her word. And that's not true. I did keep my word because. And this is true for you as a coach, and you have to be honest with yourself as well. What are the lines of responsibility that you are responsible for and what your client is responsible for? There are circumstances that are outside of my control, but you better believe that every day I operated my business as if it was already at that $1 million mark. That is where I held true to my word. And and if I didn't get to the $1 million, that's just that's a ripple effect. That's a reflection of who I am and who the business is being. It's like that moment where you shift your clients to stop hyper-focusing on on weight loss and what the body looks like. And then then they start focusing on internal goals like sleeping better, lose, you know, their stress levels are better, they feel better in their body, and their body composition is going to shift. Weight loss and body composition can, well, I'll say weight loss specifically because body composition changes, takes a little bit more thought, which you probably already know because we're now we're building muscle, which is a hang of a lot harder than releasing energy in our body that we are storing. It can be a ripple effect outcome. It could be as a result of focusing on something else. So I'm giving some context about integrity and about the use of your words, honestly, because this was one of my biggest lessons in 2022, because I thought that I was in integrity. And the truth is that I wasn't. Now I just shared, oh, but I was operating from a $1 million business. Yes, that's true. That's an example of how my ego tried to hide it from me. This is an example of where I recognized and realized that I've been operating under the illusion, under the misconception that I already was in integrity with my word until I realized that I wasn't. Now, this is a powerful story that I'm sharing with you right now because your clients are also operating from mistakes and misconceptions based on their current skill level. So this is why I say one of those things, and and I've I've shared this in, in previous podcasts before, 
which is just something about me that I have to check. I have to gut check it because I, I have to look at it from this place of the chip on my shoulder that grows because oftentimes evidence is a double-edged sword. And so sometimes I will find myself, I know this already. I already do this. I apply to, I, I already do this. And this is one of the biggest mistakes that you can make. It's one of those accidental, egotistical, arrogant ways of showing up. And I'm not calling you arrogant. This is, again, this this is about me. This is about me recognizing the arrogance in me. I know this already. That was actually causing me to, to miss. It was causing me to miss where I where I, it, it was causing me, it was slowing me down. It was slowing me down and causing me to, to lose focus, which focus was my word of 2022. So how did this show up in me? How was I breaking my word? Well, in November, I went to a mastermind event. Every group coaching program I'm in, I call it a mastermind because it is, it is a coming of minds, the collective minds together it's a coming of minds to really exponentially remove roadblocks and and identify blind spots and then also really get inspired by what other people are doing and this for me is very powerful so i'm i'm going to talk about that cuz this is going to come up again so i went to this event and i said to myself this was halloween right at the beginning of november and i said to myself I am willing to be open. I'm willing to receive the guidance and the lessons that I need from this, this event. And the truth of the matter is that I, <laughs> I really was saying that to myself so that I could really let my guard down because I am one of those people that ha- I've tried everything. This is one of the reasons why I feel like I'm a super coach in this in this way. Because if you come to me and say, hey, I want to try this, nine times out of 10, I have tried it myself. So I will never teach you something that I have that that I have no context for ever. And so it's a blessing and a curse, right? It's my greatest strength and my Achilles heel. And so I told myself I was going to do this. I was going to go into this event and I was really going to stay open and receive the guidance that I need and that I want. And then the other part of this integrity conversation that I want to talk about, which is part of it, is that when I when I got to the event, I had three really big takeaways. Number one is that I had not been honest with myself and that I had been out of integrity. In ways like I had been telling myself forever that I, and and if you go all the way back to 2021, I did a podcast that was like, I'm changing the business model. And I did for the most part, I really shifted a lot of really big components in the business. And there were still just a few little things that were holding on few little things that I was like, yeah, but when I get here, then I'll do this. And there's nothing innately wrong with that. But for me specifically, I was not honoring my word at that time. So another way that I could have honored integrity was to be like, this is what I'm doing. This is the goal. This is what I'm, this is what I plan to do. And then, and then I'll release at this time when I'm ready to 
go to the next level, right? I, there's ways that I could have honored my word that I wasn't honoring my word because I wasn't being honest with myself about how I was being out of integrity. And so I want you to look at that for you because this is, this is a reason why we hold ourselves back because sometimes we have to let go to let in. You cannot fill a bathtub of water with clean, new, fresh water when there's dirty water in the bathtub. And I was unconsciously doing this inside of my business and not honest about it. And it was at this event that I realized, oh, that's number one. I need to clean this up. The second thing that I noticed is that I was just not being consistent. I was not being consistent. And and I want to offer this to you because I hear this a lot. And I used to refute it. It brought anger up in me when people would say, wherever in the areas of your life where you do one thing, you likely do the same thing. Right. So, so, you know, they'll say, go look at your bank account. And, and I, my brain, just cause I'm a contrarian, this is just who I am. My brain will go, that's, and I'll always ask, is that really true? And I will look for evidence of where that's not true. And I'll give you lots of examples because, and I think it's part of me that fights that perfectionism because I, as high achievers were like, oh my gosh, okay. So then if I'm hyper great on my health, then I need to be hyper perfect in my wealth, or I need to be hyper perfect in, in all these areas of my life. And then it starts to feel like this huge, huge mountain that you're never going to get to. And that's just simply not true because I probably can point to lots of millionaires that are super unhappy or lots of millionaires that are haven't optimized their health. And so when I heard that, I would really refute it. And I still refute it. But the truth is, is that it can be a clue. So if you notice that there are some things in your life that you're just doing consistently, can you also look at how you're showing up the same way in your business? So for example, I've been having a really hard time with my fitness goals. And quite frankly, I have a lot of shame around that. And not quite as much as I used to, but part of the reason why I stopped training people was because I never felt or thought that I looked the part or thought that I could be a coach because I wasn't I wasn't shredded. That was one. And then when I released that, I thought I couldn't be a coach because I wasn't I wasn't I wasn't as I, I don't know. I still I still held on to that, right? And I looked upon those photos of 2018 and 2017. And honestly, it did bring tears to my eyes because I I remember my state of being and what I was thinking. I remember what I was teaching. And I was like, what? I can't believe I thought that. Even though I knew better, I was still not operating. I, I was tricking myself into thinking that I was kinder to myself. And the truth is that I just wasn't. And I'm sharing this with you because it's so powerful for you to really start to get present and be honest with yourself in terms of where the misconceptions and and that you're operating from that you probably didn't even realize or know that it's happening. Honestly, this is why coaching is so important. Coaching and why coaches need coaches, because we need to be a reflection. Having someone see something in you that you can't see is just one of the most powerful things that we could do. We could gift that we can give to ourselves. So now I'm looking at the goals that I had set for 2022 and there were some things that I did and I was really proud of it and happy for it. 
I started looking at the other areas where I realized, oh, I've been out of my word. I, I said I would do this and I didn't. And so I was sharing with you my health and fitness goals. I started to really look at how I've been not prioritizing my health. And I was giving myself all the reasons why I wasn't taking care of myself. And then I started to get a little bit more consistent. And then I started to look at old photos and realize just how much of a priority I have really put it on the back burner. And it has been hard for me. It had been hard for me to get and start staying consistent. So when I really started looking at that, because I started looking at other, I I was told you that it was a clue, right? So I started to look at other areas of my life. And now here's the thing, when you are really in the thick of your goals, when you are in this performance or business, whatever it is, sometimes we get so close to our stuff that we have to take a step back. We either go to our coach and or look at the other areas of your life to give you clues on perhaps how are you showing up in the business. So I was looking at, well, I'm showing up in my health and fitness goals like this and asking myself, am I also showing up like that in my business? If so, how? Questions are really important because when you ask them, your brain has to answer them. And so when you ask yourself really powerful questions, it changes the game for you. So I really started to look at, are there areas in my life that I'm showing up like I'm showing up for myself in the health world, in my goals world? And I started to look at it and I realized, oh, I am. And here's how. And I started looking at all the ways that I had been out of integrity in my business. And one of them is that I had just not been consistent. And here's the thing. I thought that I was. This is why this this works powerful because your clients are doing this too with your, with, with their, you know, they're operating from mistakes and misconceptions and they're telling you, I am working out well. I am eating well. I am sleeping well. And either it's they're in the I'm fine coma because they don't realize how good it can be. Or they're just not being honest with themselves and they're hiding from themselves. So that's what started happening is that I started to look in November and realizing and and looking at, and I did share this a little bit in that episode of what I've learned from being around multiple millionaires. That's one of them, being consistent, staying consistent and doing the same thing over and over again, but not the definition of insanity, not the same thing. It feels like the same thing, but, but just like putting in the reps, like 1% better, changing one to two things and just continue to refine the process. So that was one of the biggest lessons I learned in 2022 and really am carrying that with me and, and carrying that with me into 2023. And I started to make those big shifts again. Like I started to reorganize it and I started to really get committed. I, that's my word for 2023. And frankly, I'm already seeing exponential results in December. And so are my clients. Some of my accelerator clients had their biggest months to date in December. So this is part of the reason why I'm so excited for January and for what's to come in February, because this is the opportunity where people are focused on making changes. And it's an area of opportunity for you to truly reach the people who need to hear what it is that you need, what it is that you are bringing into this world. And, 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 and this is an area of opportunity for you to 
also remember that we have the law of polarity at play, right? So just as people are hyper-focused on it, so is the market and their market is going to be inundated with a whole bunch of quick fixes, diet pills, tricks, potions, and we're going to have to really fight for our clients and really speak to the potential of our clients and not their, I already know this, the chip on their shoulder, which is going to lead me to the biggest lesson of 2022. That is hard for me to share, but here we go. I think coaching is really important and I have a million coaches, right? I have a million, million coaches. I always get perspective. I have masterminds. I'm in peer masterminds. And this is because of who I am as a person. So this is going to require you to really know yourself because I don't think that that that's always a good idea for everyone. But I've spent so much time getting to know myself and what works for me. And I am an extrovert to the nth degree in the terms of that it just really, really helps me to externally process. Even though, I mean, my friends will tell you that I have had full on conversations with myself in their text message where they were like, okay, did you sort that out after they've had like 40 text messages from me? Or we'll be a Marco Poloing or volleying and I'll literally just be externally processing it because it really helps me. That's just something I know about me. It also really helps me to learn and hear from other people. I, I just think that the power of the collective is one of the most undervalued things. Yes, you do need to practice discernment. I have to practice discernment to realize, oh, this pertains to me and this doesn't pertain to me. Because sometimes being in the collective can run the risk of shiny object syndrome. And I have been guilty of that, where I'm like, oh, okay, I need to do what that person is doing because it's working. This isn't a lesson that I learned in 2022, but it is a lesson that I've learned in my life. Sometimes the answer is not on the outside of you. It's not a chase. You have all the answers inside of you. Sometimes it just requires a little uncovering, a little digging, getting to know yourself better. So for me, when it comes to growth, it really ultimately comes down to three things, right? This is something I learned from Jen in a mastermind in March. And she was talking about how the acorn, right? If you put an acorn in the right environment, give it time and the space, meaning the actual environment space and the area to grow, it will become an oak tree. An acorn is not an oak tree with imposter syndrome. An acorn needs the time and the space and environment to grow into a beautiful oak tree. Now, luckily for us, time we can compress because it's not about time. It's about reps and skill acquisition. Well, we do need environment. And sometimes it does take time and that's okay. We can compress it to be as fast as we want it to be, but it it needs reps. It needs it needs environment. We need to give ourselves the space. So what do I mean by environment? Environment is like the water, the sunlight. You can expect an oak tree to grow in a desert. This is why you need the right aligned strategy. You need the space, meaning an oak tree is not going to grow in a flower pot. And so for me, being in, in an environment, being in an area around people that are really pushing the envelope, this helps me. This helps me really grow to my next level because I can start to see what's possible for me. And this pushes me. So I want to be in those types of environments. So I realized when I was around all these eight-figure earners, I realized that I 
needed to be more consistent in making data-driven decisions. That doesn't mean that I needed to to necessarily, you know, people ask me, or I have said and wondered to myself and shared with my clients that, that, you know, what's the difference between doing something over and over and over again and expecting a different result, which is the definition of insanity versus doing something over and over again and getting 1% better. And the, the difference for me is the data. When you can start making data-driven decisions instead of what I'm doing, emotional driven decisions. And then I was realized that I was throwing the baby out with the bathwater. And if I had just taken a closer look, it would have changed the game. So that was one of the biggest lessons I learned. So now remember, I left that. I said in the event, I'm laughing because I listen, I really do live my life. I, I, I that these are the lessons I'm going to learn and that I need to learn. So now I'm in the event and I'm leaving the event really hyped up and, and just super eager to reset, restart, knowing that every day is an opportunity for me to reach my goals and reach maximum potential. And that in theory, I could hit a million dollars in December. Honestly, anything is possible. Just remember, it's going to take something from you. And it's going to require you to potentially do something different than you've been doing the last 11 months. Maybe it's ways of being. Maybe it's in the amount of money that you need to spend in Facebook ads. Maybe it's in the visibility that is required for you to get to your goal. So many different things are are at play, but anything is possible in any amount of time. It's just going to require time, energy, effort. Anyway, So I'm pumped. I'm ready to just make November and December the best months of the 2022. And maybe potentially I really can hit the goal. Then I get COVID. (laughs) And I was sick for five weeks. And I mean, like flat on my back, sick. Everything that I had said I wanted to do, I was just could not even get out of bed. I was fine when I started to develop pneumonia, but I was getting better. I could at least operate, but I couldn't breathe. And then this was very powerful because it was Thanksgiving and I I was forced to go to the urgent care to get this taken care of. And again, I had another moment where I thought I could breathe. I thought this wasn't a problem until we looked at my blood O2 oxygen levels compared to what it normally is. I was really taken aback with how badly I actually could breathe. So that was eye-opening. No wonder I couldn't walk down the streets and why I was struggling. If you've been following me on Instagram, you hear me talk about the walk around my house. There's this walk that is this uphill is not getting easier. I've been pretty consistent now since I've been feeling better and every single day. So I think I've done that walk maybe 30 times and I still, that far is still hard. Maybe it's my, I'm going to mess with my mental game on it, but I couldn't even walk up to go to the bus stop without dying and coughing. I mean, I joked about how I probably have a ripped six pack underneath me because I, because first of the shivers when I had fevers for five days and then second, because I couldn't, you know, stop. So anyway, COVID really, it really put me on my back. And I said to myself that I got this because it was a radical change I know I needed to make. I mean, I couldn't work. I couldn't do anything. I was literally, my body was having this outer body experience where I thought to myself, oh my gosh, if I don't slow down, I'm going to be forced to slow down, which I was. 
And honestly, if you listen back to 2021, this is something that I said. I said back then, I said, I need to slow down to speed up. And and this is another reflection of me not being an integrity of my word and realizing, oh, I didn't do that. And so I made some big changes there. Then I realized that, you know, it kind of goes back to integrity and really being back to my word and looking at the areas of opportunity for me. So it was this time last year. So it's officially been a full year where my Instagram has completely shut down. We've grown from 100 followers to 800 followers or zero followers to 800 followers. Okay. And so that, and I'm going to be honest with you, I'm happy with that growth in terms of the way that I showed up on that platform. And so you know, most people are like, what? Only 800 followers. And here's why I'm happy with that growth. Because number one, my income still grew, right? And I was happy with that decision. At first, I really wasn't. It goes back to my ego. Like I, and, and this also goes back to what I'm changing into, into 2023 is because me taking a hit and then speaking about business growth, that was really hard for me. I felt really foolish. I felt really like an imposter and a real imposter because I felt like I didn't have the evidence but an an authority behind me in being an expert. Oh my gosh. And I have to, I'll do another episode on this because it's so important. You have to fully understand the difference between being an expert and being an authority because it's not the same. And so I, I was feeling very foolish And so I stopped showing up on social because I was feeling foolish and also because I was burnt out. I mean, at the time I was working, I was writing so much content and reviewing so much content for other people that it's one of those things that I think people forget. It's the same reason why trainers need trainers because when you're programming for so many people and then you just don't have the energy or the space to program for yourself. And the same is true for me. And, and that was true as a trainer. It's also true for me as, as a content creator is that I look at content and I'm always watching pieces of content, people's content, my members content, my client, my accelerators content. I'm writing for them. I'm working on getting into their brain, into their language and being powerful in that way. And literally I've watched, I mean, I'm helping my sister right now and I gave her just a couple of tips and I'm watching her blow up and I'm like, wait a second, why can my, why am I able to do that for other people, but I'm not able to do that for myself. And when I really looked at it and it's not that I'm not able to do it for myself, I absolutely am able to do it for myself, but that was the story that was running in my brain. And when I looked at it and got honest with myself, it's because I'm not being consistent. Now you've heard me say that just post every single day. If you're not new around here, you've probably heard me say just post every day is not a business strategy. And I stand by that. However, your business strategy still requires consistency. You still need to put in the reps. You can read all day about how to learn how to swim. But if you're not in the water, you're not acquiring the reps. And I had to be honest with myself and really look at that. And I'm not being consistent. And I was letting myself just, oh, it's okay. You just post every day. I don't have to just, I don't have to post every day. And it's true. You don't, 
but you have to be consistent. So what does that mean? That means that if you're going to post Monday, Wednesday, Friday, then post Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and stay consistent posting Monday, Wednesday, Friday. But if you are intermittent posting, the algorithm is not going to support you. Everybody wants to hit on the algorithm, but the algorithm is literally there to serve the people that are on that platform. And it doesn't matter what platform we're talking about, whether it's Instagram, TikTok, whatever. It doesn't matter the platform. If you're walking around looking at the ways that and, and thinking about, oh, this algorithm sucks, then I want to invite you to just take a closer look at, okay, yeah, sometimes it feels like it's out to get us. So I get that. Validate yourself. And what are the areas and ways that I could be more responsible and show up on this platform in a way that is going to be agreeable to the algorithm? So what can you do? Well, let's look at our content. Let's look at our hooks. The hook is the first three seconds. The hook is that first line that you are writing in the caption and the first three seconds. What are the ways that you can grab attention? Are you using the language? And and here's the thing. This is why I use the 321 method, at least one core concept, two different areas or platforms or ways of saying it, and at least three different creatives and hooks to say the same thing. Repetition is the mother of all learning. Let's not forget that. So anyway, I'm really looking at, okay, well, I, if I'm being honest with myself, and so I was happy with the growth because based on the consistency and commitment that I had done in 2022, of course I'm at 800 followers and honestly, I'm okay with it because also it helps me connect to my clients because it's so easy for someone that has a million followers, literally a million followers to say, do these things. And then when you do it, it feels like, wait, I did it and it didn't work. Right. This is, this is why I also hate it when people say, okay, do, you know, here's the exact step-by-step process and then they do it. And then, and then, you know, the reach isn't the same. And so then people tend to go down this spiral of shame of like, oh, my stuff sucks. Nobody wants to be with me. When in fact, the truth is, is that they just don't have that level of visibility that is the same as someone who is been doing this for a long time or has already has that audience built up, right? Does that mean that it's not possible or that the same strategy doesn't work? No, it does work. It's just be transparent about it, right? The popular people, could afford to be a little bit more transparent about it. Like for example, I when I started my 17,000 follower account over, right? I had a reel that I posted on that account and it got like 11,000 views on it. And then I literally took the exact same thing, the exact same caption. It was exactly the same. And I put it on my brand new account and I had a hundred views on it. And so imagine if I didn't have that context to compare it to, I wouldn't have been able to be like, oh, I would have probably thought about going down that shame spiral of, oh, see, no one likes my stuff when it was literally the exact same piece of content. So just remember that the context matters and look for the ways that you can shift the context inside of how you perceive your business, your content, and what are the levers that you can move that are going to move the dial. So instead of focusing on the circumstances that you can control, what can you affect? What can you change, shift, use that you can can that is going to cause a different a different outcome? And instead focus on that. And that's my intention is that that I'm moving into 2023. So my plan is to be more 
committed and consistent in all areas of my life. That's really the number one thing that I'm taking into this business. I'm taking into 2023. I have the machine that works. And if you're listening to this and thinking, I don't have the machine that works, great. Send me a DM on Instagram and let's talk about it because you're probably closer to your goal than you realize. And so once you have this machine that works and we can start setting up the scaling process and growing the visibility, this is going to require, at least for me, this is going to require a new level of commitment and consistency. And oftentimes when we get into this, this range of now our time is packed and we are, we're limited in our resources, either in our effort, in our energy, or in our time, we have to be discerning in how we make decisions. And this is going to require a different version of you. So the last lesson that I learned that was super painful, which I said I would share, which I have not yet shared because it had been painful for me is that, and this is because as a high achiever, I, it's hard for me to share things that I wanted that I didn't get. So remember earlier in the episode when I said that I didn't hit a million dollars and I said it, even though I said that that was the goal and that was the intention. And I just, it was flippant to me. That's because I did the best that I could with the skill that I had. Meaning I said, like, I knew that I was operating it from a $1 million place and that my, the one, the success is inevitable. And I live my life like that every single day. I know that it's inevitable. I just need to keep making the decisions that are going to move me towards that goal and that I trust myself to know that every decision that I'm making is going towards that goal because I'll either get the lesson that I need or the success that I want and I live my life by this. So I had a goal to get into this program that I wanted that I have wanted to get into for years. I think that one of the things, one of the things when it comes to choosing your coach, you know, how do you pick your coach that when there's so many out there? And for me, one of the biggest things that I have, and the reason why I've settled on the coaches that I have, this one particular coach is that I think that when a coach can speak to your potential, instead of the garbage that you bring into the room, that can be a very, very powerful, deep connection. And for me, it was. And so remember when I told you I had was awful to work with, I had a huge chip on my shoulder. I had worked with a lot of coaches that had given up on me. And frankly, I don't blame them because I would have given up on me. I was terrible to be around back then and not now, but back then I was terrible to be around. And so I, of course, my coaches were like, probably, ugh, here she comes again. Right. So it's okay. Right. And I, I haven't, I'm not going to speak for my coaches, but and I don't know if that's entirely true, but if it was, I would not be surprised. Okay. Until I found the coach that spoke to my potential and really could see what was possible for me was then I was able to break through some of these chains that I had built around myself. So when I wanted to get into this group, I really thought that I was going to get into it this year, but then the bar of expectation just kept raising, raising, raising. And I am so close. And so when I didn't get in, it crushed me. I It was very painful for me to not get it. And yes, I'm still in a mastermind and it's fine. And of course it's fine. And I know that it was a lesson, but it was a very painful thing for me. 
mostly because I'll be at the, you know, 700,000 mark and or 600,000 mark. And, and I have, that was the other thing is that I have generated that revenue, but it had to be in, you know, collective, it had to be in the year. And I had not done that. And so it really, when that happened, when I didn't get into it and, and part of it, the part of the pain that I had felt in that is that it comes down to environment and it comes down to this one, the things that are growth and the things that I know that are required for me to grow, which is the environment I need to be pushed. I will rise to the occasion and I'm external in that way. And it's taken me some time to to remember that not everything pertains to me and and to not always take in the shiny object syndrome so that has taken me some time but i if i have boundaries around that for myself where i could go oh this doesn't pertain to me or this does and it's still very powerful and important for me to perceive and feel the the this experience and so part of it is that I know that I wanted to be in that type of environment and that I'm so close to hitting that marker that I'll, I'll, I will hit it much sooner than, than the full year that, that I'm going to need to wait now to be reconsidered for this program. And so that was really disappointing to me. And honestly, I still have some pain around it, but I do know that everything happens for a reason. I do live my life and operate from that. And I know that it's this or something greater. And so I know that there is a lesson for me in here to really look at. There are some things already that I know that are there for me. And some I've shared in this episode already, and I'm excited for next year because I think I'll be able to to speak more on this because... I think this is part of it, but let's just, let's just wait. Okay. So 2023, mark my words at the end of next year, we're going to wait and I'm going to share a little bit more about what I think this lesson particularly has given me. I know there's more here. I just, for now, this is one of the biggest things that I know is that I just needed to, you know, when this happened to me, I started to recognize and realize this is what I need. I need the environment. I need the space and I need the reps and I need to get more consistent with myself and honest with myself about how I've been hiding from myself. So it's one of the things that I've heard so many times before. This is why repetition matters. No one listens to something once and then just gets it and is a master of it. Masters continue to refine the basics. Think about squatting. No one learns how to squat and then never squats again. And while the environment is also important, it's also important to remember that the answers are within you and that there is power in getting to know yourself better. And so this is what not getting into that program really has given me already is to really look at what am I hoping to gain from being in that program? Why is it so important to me? How can I recreate that for myself and for others? And how can I get to know myself just a little bit better this year? So thank you so much for hanging out with me today on this episode. If this was helpful for you, I know it's, I know that it is not like most of the things that I have usually talk about. We will get back to regular programming, just a very powerful episode I wanted to share with you to put out into the universe and to help you start to learn these lessons faster, get to know yourself and to really grow exponentially in 2023 alongside of me. So 
if this episode was helpful for you, please screenshot it. Please tag me at bsimpsonfitness.com in social. Share this with your friends. Let us know your biggest takeaways. I'd love to hear from you in the interwebs. What were some of your biggest takeaways, ahas, shares? I love to connect with you over on social, on Instagram. So thanks again for hanging out with me and I'll chat with you in the socials. I'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to the PT Profit Podcast. If you like this episode, chances are your friends will too. So it would be a huge service to us if you would please leave us a review and share with your friends on your social media channels. When you leave us a review, be sure to take a screenshot of it and email that screenshot to my team at info at bsimpsonfitness.com. And we'll send you a very special Instagram podcast that will show you how to create compelling content so that your ideal clients come to you and you go from wanting clients to a wait list of clients ready for your services. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you on the next episode.